Welcome to the FarmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in FarmD Nation to episode number three of the FarmD Money Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Derek Delaney. I think it's safe to say that anybody listening to this podcast really understands that a pharmacist's profession or pharmacy job isn't normal. The hours are not your typical 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 8 to 5, whatever normal hours are considered these days. You usually don't get up the same time each morning. You probably don't get home at the same time every night. And chances are, if you work in the pharmacy profession, all your weekends aren't open and free. Because the profession is really different than others, it's really hard to compare yourself financially to other people just to see if you're on the right track or not. There is a lot more pressure, I think, in the pharmacy profession, especially when you're younger, to handle your finances appropriately since you are exposed to greater financial opportunity and threats in an earlier stage in your life and career. So in this episode, I just want to give people an idea of what a typical pharmacist financial progression would look like from the early stages of your career all the way up until retirement, just so you guys have a sense of are you in the right spot? The things you are experiencing right now, are they normal? And if it isn't, are there things that I need to change? Now, I understand that everybody's financial situation is different and unique, but I want to provide you with at least an idea of what you could potentially anticipate to encounter in your financial life. I am going to break down the financial life stage of a pharmacist into four categories. The first one is the new grad stage, which is your early 20s to early 30s. The next stage I like to call the growth and opportunity stage, which is your early 30s to about mid 40s. Stage number three is the financial maturity stage, which runs from about your mid 40s to mid 60s. And then the final stage that runs from mid 60s on is the golden year stage. And again, what I am trying to do in this podcast episode is just to give you an idea of the different things you can expect while you either are entering in a new stage of your life or are in there currently, just to make sure you have or I guess just to make sure that if you are comparing yourself to somebody, you compare yourself to your peers who are actually in the profession. And again, this is based off of what I have personally experienced in my life and within the lives of other PharmD professionals that I have helped within my career. So stage number one, new grad stage. I want to set the, I want to set kind of the stage here for you guys. So you just passed the NAPLEX exam and you are ready to enter the world of pharmacy as a true PharmD professional. You dusted off your resumes. You got everything looking really good. You finally got that first job offer. You're excited to start. And away you go in this brand new career that you've spent the last six, seven, eight years pursuing. On average, I think in 2020, the average starting salary for pharmacists right now is about $125,000 to $126,000 a year. Many of you, I have to imagine at this stage in your life, probably have never experienced that type of income potential in your life before just personally. So there's a lot of big financial decisions you're required to make right off the bat. Usually in this stage, the first financial decision people tackle, and it's one I think that it's very important to make sure is wrapped up really well, is the insurance stage. I know this is a stage that a lot of people find themselves making mistakes in because they don't know any better. And a lot of them specifically highlight how insurance is something that they wish they would have done differently. We're not going to get into that discussion today. The two most common type of insurance that people pursue are disability insurance for pharmacists 
and a little later in life is life insurance. So you make those big decisions along with your company, well, if you work for a company that provides benefits along with their benefit package. And the next big event that's going to happen in your life is the repayment of student loans. How are you gonna repay How are you gonna repay those student loans? What type of repayment plan are you going to pick? What can you afford to pay back right now? And once you get all that figured out, you're off and running. And as time passes in this new grad stage, you make a lot of big life purchases and you do a lot of unique things in your life. Like getting married or buying a house, most start a family, you could potentially change jobs one or two times, usually within the stage when you're trying to figure out what type of company you want to work for within the industry. And a lot of the times in the stage, young pharmacists like to start side hustles. Because of all those big events that take place in your life, they get pretty expensive. So coming up with a side hustle in order to supplement your income is something that's not that uncommon. So what can you do in this stage to make sure that you're on track and you're getting the most out of, again, the opportunities that is presented to you through the, the bigger than normal starting salary that most pharmacists earn and all the other financial challenges you're going to experience early on in life? My top two are the one thing you're going to want to do before you do anything else is start tracking your spending. If you ever get the feeling of, I made really good money this year, why do I feel like I have should have saved more or I don't have a whole lot to show for it? That's a question you find yourself asking. Chances are that's a question that can be answered pretty easily if you start tracking your spending and you have a better idea of what your cash flow is. Now again, tracking your spending is not setting a budget. Tracking your spending is just going back and actually showing yourself where you spent your money in previous months. The second thing is take advantage of your employer retirement plans. I know you guys are smart enough to know how important it is to start saving earlier in your life, regardless of how much you can save, just because of the power of compounded interest. So utilize and start taking advantage of some of those employer retirement plans, especially common retirement saving plans, savings plans like 401ks. So start saving early. There's no more powerful tool in the world of finance and compounded interest. Finally, are you where you're supposed to be when you find yourself at the end of the stage, which is the new grad stage? Most likely, you're not going to have achieved at the end of the stage any sort of true financial security because of all the big life events that you've experienced up to this point, like getting married, buying a house, starting a family. They're not cheap. Normally, to feel like you're not where you want to be financially is something that is not uncommon. Again, most pharmacists understand the power of their income compared to other people their age, and they understand that they should probably feel better about where they're at financially, but it is not uncommon to feel unsure, uneasy about where you're at. You're probably at the point too where cash flow still doesn't feel, I don't want to say unlimited, but it still feels tight. And your success at this stage will not be based on the, the number inside your investment accounts. Again, you're busy paying off loans, you're busy paying mortgages, you're busy raising a family um, and taking advantage of all the other things you want to do within this career stage. So you're not going to see the giant numbers in any investment accounts, whether that's brokerage accounts, 401ks or anything like that. And when I say not usually, typically not, I know some people's situations are different. So just know that if you feel like financial security is not there and you still feel like cash flow is tight when you're in this new grad stage at the end, it's normal. It's 100% completely normal. So don't feel bad or get down on yourself. Stage number two, the growth and opportunity stage. So this runs again from your early thirties to mid forties. This is the stage where big decisions and action gets made. You've done it. You've paid off your student loans. Or you should probably be being close to getting all those paid off. 
And my belief is that in this stage, the most important thing for long-term financial success is really understanding where you're going in life and what you value. Start aligning your dollars, which are probably excess now compared to what they were a couple years ago, with what's truly important to you in life. The other thing you should start looking at doing is diversifying your wealth. And I know a lot of pharmacists in this stage like to contribute to other investment vehicles outside their standard retirement savings options, whether it's outside investment accounts, um, whether it's property, cryptocurrency, stuff like that. They like to start diversifying where their money's at. And for pharmacists I know in this stage, they like to potentially make a giant shift in their life by maybe turning a side hustle into a full-time job. Uh, This is usually the stage where if a young pharmacist wants to start their own pharmacy or take over an independent pharmacy, this is usually when they do it. And this is the stage where people start reprioritizing their life. They really want to concentrate on family, life, work balance. If again, that's something that's important to them. Finally, in this stage, a lot of people hit the, oh crap, my kids might go to college one day. And they start to worry about wanting to put enough money away for their kids to be able to use for college so they don't have to take on the loans that they most likely did in order to get their PharmD degree. So are you where you're supposed to be at the end of this stage? My hope is that at the end of this stage, you have a good nest egg already established because you're in your mid-40s. You should have a good amount of money put away. My hope is that you have diversified your assets and that you have far greater free cash flow than you did back in stage number one. And on average, I would say that the net worth of um, a pharmacist at this at the end of the stage is about three quarters of a million dollars, so seven hundred fifty thousand. And you should have an estate plan in place by now, which means you should have a will set up or a trust, or you should have an idea of what could happen to your personal property if you were to pass away. Stage number three, the financial maturity stage. So this is mid forties to mid sixties. So during this stage, you've officially you are officially a career pharmacist. Usually, if you're a pharmacist in your mid-40s and approaching 50 and you're 10, 15 years away from retirement, chances are you're not changing your career. Uh, You have limited debt left. Usually, I don't see a lot of pharmacists with student loans left at this stage in their life, and they're really concentrated on ramping up their retirement savings. This is also the stage where people make big purchases, whether it's a second home, a lake cabin, a vacation property, or just an annual big trip that they like to take their family on. This is usually the stage when pharmacists become most comfortable pulling the trigger on those type of things. Uh, This is also the stage where you give yourself permission to start thinking about what retirement could potentially look like. We haven't fully escaped the, oh crap, my kids still are going to college. How am I going to pay for that? That is still very, very common in this stage in life. Because you know that you make a good income, chances are you're probably not going to receive any sort of aid. And if your kids have any sort of the same ambition that you did, they're probably going to go to school and they're probably going to want to go to a school that is going to cost quite a bit of money. Again, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen for everybody, but that's normal. Time is getting tighter. So time becomes a bigger factor for people in this stage because they know they need to start making smart decisions and that every decision really matters because of how close they are to retirement. Where you should be in this stage or are you in the right spot at the end of this stage? Pharmacy professionals should expect to have about two to four million dollars in savings on average when they get to the end of this stage which is approaching retirement. It's not uncommon for some pharmacy families to have a net worth of three to five million dollars. And it is okay, I'm telling you right now, it is okay to let your kids go to college and for let and to let them incur 
some student loan debt. You survived it, chances are they will too. Finally, the last stage, the golden year stage, it's mid-60s on. This stage is really, really interesting because it's kind of a, a new chapter for a lot of people. They're in search of answers. They're in search of answers to questions of how do I structure my retirement? Do I have enough money? What can I afford? How do I pay myself in retirement? What do I do with Social Security, Medicare, taxes, estate planning, all the other things they know they're going to have to make decisions on when they reach the stage of their life? The other big thing people start thinking about in this stage that they don't in the previous three is what will my legacy be? I now know that I have enough money to allow me to comfortably live for the rest of my life. When do I start giving some of this back to the things I care about? Whether that's to your alma mater, whether that's giving money to your kids, church, charity, how do you want to be remembered? Who do you want to leave a legacy to? Another big question in this stage is will my spouse be okay? If you're a single member pharmacist household, there is a higher probability than not that you were the main income earner in the family and you have always wanted to make sure that your spouse is okay and what would happen to that spouse if you were to pass away early. Another huge topic of concern for people in this stage of life are grandkids. Your kids are grown and now they're starting to have kids and you want to have fun with those grandkids. You want to be around for those grandkids and that becomes very important to you. So where should you be or what is a common place to be at financially when you find yourself in this stage of life? Well, I'll tell you what, from my experience with these people, money and finances are important, but it's not a top priority anymore. They have found contentment and are happy with what they have and where they're at. They also have tremendous confidence in their financial plan moving forward, and they understand what they're going to need to do in order to navigate all the little challenges they will eventually experience as they age. And probably the the funnest thing besides the grandkids that I have found people enjoy most about this stage of their life is they get to get back into some of the old hobbies they used to do but um, fell out of touch with. They also find themselves catching up with old friends and trying new things, things they never thought they would ever experience before. Now just seems like a good time to do those. And finally... From a financial standpoint, people usually get to the end of the stage and they have more money than they anticipated they were going to have when they first started to worry about this back in stage number three. So although money is not a top priority for them anymore, they do still remain very comfortable financially at the end of this stage in their life. So when it comes to trying to determine if you are on the right track as a pharmacist financially, just know everyone's situation is different. And I understand this. This is not an episode where you can point to something I said and say, hey, I am not here yet, or I find myself above and beyond this. But what I hope you take out of this is just hopefully a hundred foot view of the different things I could potentially experience as I age through these stages. And if you think you're behind, maybe this will help you come to the realization that you are more like your peers in this industry than you actually think, even though it doesn't feel that way. If you are looking for more information about the podcast, myself or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website, farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com for questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.